Hi guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to my channel. My name is Emmy from Emmy Evolving. Today we're going to be doing the Soul Sanctuary podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about plenty of things that are very interesting, things that might be a little bit of that fringe topic, things that might be not fringe and very much at the forefront of your mind, your thoughts. Today, <clears throat> we're going to be talking about past lives. We're at episode 11, and it is now time for us to talk about past lives. I'm going to be sharing quite a bit of information with all of you. And some of this information might seem a little bit like, wait, what? <laughs> what? What did she just say? But I promise you, all of it is true. All of it stems from truth, from experiences. There is a wealth of information on the interweebles <laughs> uh, regarding past lives, you know? Before we get into that convo, just to give people some time to arrive and kind of get settled in, you guys, you guys, how long have you been with me? I would love to see all of you letting me know around when you found me. When did you find me? How did you find me? What was going on in your life at that time? Was it a very insane story like you know my life was going through all sorts of craziness and and then suddenly <laughs> that's right universal d we cannot cuss we are in church right now <laughs> okay we need to tone that down we need to tone that down so let's see all right universal d found me in november of 2018 Hot diggity, you remember the month even. What was going on in your life when you found me? And how did you found, find me? So Maria found me three years ago on YouTube. Ooh. So you basically, Maria, you've been with me basically since the start of me being on YouTube, right? <laughs> right? I love it. Lisa's been with me for three years as well. She found me during a Pisces reading. Oh, she was going through it at the time. Mm, I felt that. I felt that right when I read it. Like, ooh, I felt it in my chest. Oh, my goodness. We have Justine. Oh, my gosh. Since 2018? Gosh, summer of 2018. I still remember the first session we had and my heart was just bleeding with yours, girl. I was just like, oh my God, how can I love on you enough? I, I remember that. So Moonrock says 2018, just looking for someone. Didn't know that I was looking for you though. See, you know, this ties into past life stuff. This sense of I was looking for someone and then you came along and suddenly I wasn't looking for someone anymore. Ooh, that ties into past life stuff. Kim says, probably about four years ago. I know it's been a while, right? You've been with me a while. Definitely, definitely. So um, let's see. 
Free to Be We, late 2018. I just releasing a toxic relationship, found you on YouTube, random pop-up. And you know, right from the start, Free to Be We, I'm like, hey, <laughs> whenever I would sense your energy, I'd be like, hey, hey, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm seeing a lot of people who... Uh, we're having some really tumultuous things happening in their life during the time they came across me. And I feel like sometimes our soul will allow us to go through really intense things in order to trigger some type of movement within us, some type of movement that causes us to begin seeking those that we have this, it's almost like a predestined need for interaction, need for connectivity. Now, Ocean Lover says, I think the end of 2019 or beginning 2020 on YouTube, she was looking for astrology videos. What? See, I'm not even an astrology person. That's, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Mariah's co-worker pointed her in my direction four years ago. Wow, I love this. Michelle found me on Facebook several years ago. Ooh. Oh, Kathy. Ah, I love Kathy. She she used to make me these crocheted hats and they were kitty ears, and then some of them had a little pocket. <laughs> to put my crystal in. <laughs> oh my God, it was really, really fun times. Zandi, Zanzi says two years ago, ooh, I really helped you. I really helped to talk you out of a dark phase in your life. See, those type of things really, really, really honor me. Like honor me to the deepest degree. Okay, like the deepest of the deepest of the deepest. I'm just, I'm still here looking at all the different, I got to just show everyone at least for a second, at least for a second. Sochi back in April, 2021. I Kim, you've been with me for a long time. Like I know that name. You've been with me for a while. Facebook days, <laughs> Facebook days. Catherine Mary has been with me since fall of 20. It's it's like, to me, it's like, dang, you remember when, when you found me? Serenity Vocalize looked me up through Cathara. <laughs> that community ended up trying to tear me down. <laughs> it was a short-lived attempt, but still. <laughs> Ali, Ali, March and August of 2017. I still remember the very first session we had. I remember, I, I, I think I told you, I was like, oh my God, did one of the weird people, one of the weird men book a session? I don't know what's going to go on because it's really only women that book sessions with me. And I was afraid for a moment. <laughs> but you turned out being amazing, amazing. Um so Monica and Paula, when I started YouTube, wow, wow. Gosh, you guys, this is, this totally, totally just, it tickles me. It honors me. I love it. I love it. So this ties into a, our conversation today 
because of the fact that I really truly believe for many of you, we have past life connections. Take a moment. Let that like <laughs> percolate. <laughs> Let it just percolate just a little bit. Like, do you feel drawn to me as though, you know, uh, we know each other? Do you feel as though you know me? But I mean, you know that you don't personally know me. We haven't hung out, but it feels like it. It feels like we've known each other for so long and that I got you, you got me. I, I feel that so deeply for so many of you guys. So many of you guys. There's even people who have been with me for quite a few years and they've never commented. And then years later, they come and I'm like, oh my God, I've been feeling you. <laughs> I've been feeling you this whole time, like no joke. I've been feeling you like you're the one I've been waiting for you to comment, you know, and it's like, oh, welcome, welcome home. And it's this thing of like, so many of us know each other from previous lives. Now, not all of us, not all of us believe in past lives. I am totally the type of person who is like, Everything you're going to say to me having to do with spirituality, having to do with energy work and aliens and whatnot, I think it's BS until it's proven not BS. <laughs> I'm totally not a person that just like, ooh, oh my gosh, you said it is true. No, you tell me something, I'll be like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to look this up, right? <laughs> you know, I'm going to have conversations with Mikaela over here about it, right? I'm going to ask him. I'm going to see if you're trying to bamboozle me. So I don't just believe everything. But here is the thing. Here's the thing. I have lived through enough. Through enough. That I cannot continue that way of existence. I mean, to some degree, I can, you know, rebelliousness. <laughs> but for the most part, I, I no longer can do that. Why? Because I've lived through so much that shows me how real all of these things are. So past lives are lifetimes that you have lived, your soul has lived beyond this one or before this one would be the more accurate way to put it. So many of us have lived so many lives, like so many lives. Uh, I've shared before that, you know, documented, excuse me, just since like 2017, when I opened my website, I started it up. That's when I began documenting how many people I'm actually working with because of all the transactions. Um, I want to say we're like halfway to 8,000. We're like 7,600, 7,700, something like that. That's documented on that one website. <laughs> that does not include all of the people that I still continue to work with that are not documented. Okay. So all of these thousands of people, I'm totally not trying to brag. It's like literally all of these thousands of people, there's maybe one person who I have come across who has only lived 
like three or four lives, I want to say. And I was like, this is weird. What is up with your energy? What, 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 what the heck's going on here? Why do you feel so brand new? <laughs> Everyone else is like, yeah, no, 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 no. It's been thousands of years. Like, seriously. Many of your lives will also include lives that were not on this planet. I know it sounds crazy, right? It sounds crazy, but here's the thing. We live in societies that make crazy things sound sane and normal, and not-so-crazy things sound like they're insane and abnormal. We truly live in a convoluted reality. It's very, very convoluted. Um, I'm, I'm mildly familiar with Dolores's, Dolores Cannon's work, and um, that was one of the things that really, oh, I don't want to share it. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want to share that, though. Michael says I have to share. <sighs> oh, that makes me nervous. Okay, so I had my first son who is profoundly gifted. He remembers the lives, uh, like the last life we lived together. And um, it was just really uh, fascinating. And, you know, first time mom, I was wanting to get support to help me learn how to properly advocate and more gently parent. I went on a gifted children's message board. This was years ago. I went on a gifted children's message board and only one person answered me. I, I went on there under the veil of anonymity, right? No one knew who I was. It's nationwide. It's all good. And I had begun sharing with this woman. She's a much older woman than me. At that time, I was in like my uh, early mid-20s and she was much older. And um, she kind of just took me under her wing and we would chat via email often. We never spoke on the phone. We never, um, there was no video chats yet. Okay. So she told me so much information and she was actually very, very crucial in my development of my understanding of myself, my journey, where I've possibly come from, where I'm possibly going. And she began doing this for me by introducing me to specific terms. Um, and she also really helped me to advocate for my son. And uh, it was a very beautiful connection. I felt very drawn to her. Um, she felt very protective of me. It was just, it was beautiful. She's one of my most favorite people. For a very long time, we had this several years that we were exchanging emails. And then I moved, I changed internet providers. So the email that I used to interact with her, it kind of was gone, but I saved her email address. I'm, I suck at keeping in touch. <laughs> I do. I suck at keeping in touch. And so I didn't message for maybe like two years or something like that. I don't remember how long. And I finally messaged again and, and, you know, she didn't respond. And I was just like, oh, maybe I burned that bridge. And um, life went on. And I was just like, okay, life goes on. So life went on. And, uh, you know, a couple of years later, 
I, I had made a new friend. Um, I was slightly older than my new friend. And she was just the most gentle thing. You guys have met her, Jenna. <laughs> Jenna. And, um, you know, we would have all of these really profound conversations and whatnot. And I was telling her about something that, you know, fringe type topic. And she's like, oh, you have to read this book. And she has a Kindle and she screenshots the pages that, that she says is basically exactly what I'm talking about with her. And she sends it to me and I start reading and my heart starts pounding. And I'm like, who is this? Because <laughs> I have to know. I am really greedy when it comes to information. Like I am a voracious, voracious reader. Uh, I love information. And so she tells me the name. <clears throat> and I'm like, why does that? sound familiar. And I let it go. I let it go. Fast forward maybe like another year. My other friend, uh, I go to visit her in Pennsylvania. And we're sitting, she lived out in like the countryside, we're sitting on a hill in her yard. And we're staring at the stars. And she brings up, <laughs> she brings up this author again, Dolores Cannon. She starts talking to me about some of the things that Dolores has written. And there was one passage that she said, and I was like, say that again. And, and she said it again. And I was like, what's her name? And she said the name again. I was like, oh my God, that's my Dolores. That's my Dolores. I know her. And she's like, you know. Dolores Cannon. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used to email. And and she's like, like, like Dolores Cannon. And I was like, yes, do you have her contact info? Does it say it there? Like, I, I, I need to email her. I lost touch with her a couple years back. I gotta email her. And she's like, she died last year. Oh. <gasps> She died? And she's like, yeah, she passed away already. She's written tons of books. And I was just like, I never knew. That's that's why she never replied. So it's very, very interesting. I mean, I I would have never shared that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not some name dropper or whatever. Like that's, she's my Dolores, like my Dolores. And there's other things, other connections with other people that it's like, these are people who have really big names in very specific industries and they're still alive. So I'm not going to say I know them. <laughs> You know, it's like, whatever, we're not in touch anymore. But these are people who I used to have these very profound conversations with. These are people who have a past life connection with me. And I've begun to understand that a lot of the things that cause people to interact with me, a lot of the reasons why I'm very drawn to specific individuals is because of the history that our souls have shared. It's the history. 
it draws me to you. My soul knows your soul and I'm so comfortable around you. So someone had asked a question. Let me see. Um, Michael says to go back. Oh, yes. Yes. So she, same thing for me. So she says, I've always felt like an old, like I have an old soul because while, uh, because a while back I realized that as a child, I had adult conversations in my mind when I was like three or four. Yes. I, I didn't have a childhood. I'm more of a child now <laughs> than I was basically my entire life all the way through my young adulthood. I've always just like, acted like an adult um hold that michael says to find a question in the comments here have you ever met someone that has more lives than you that's lived more lives than me um how honest are we being <laughs> how honest are we being today um if i'm gonna be like Blunt honesty. I've met one person who has the same amount of lives as me. And, and the connectivity there, the intensity of that connectivity, it was profound. So only one person. Um, but I don't like to share that kind of stuff about me just because it it kind of makes me feel as though uh, it it's going to present me in such a way that I feel as though I'm somehow superior to everyone else. I, I'm not. I I feel strongly that part of the reason I've had so many lives is to better cultivate my learning and growth in order to better serve. You know what I mean? So how many of you feel like you have some of your past life coming forward? How many of you have this sense of like, I feel like this might be a dream, but I feel like this might be something from my previous life? Because for me, a lot of my previous life memories I thought I was dreaming. I thought they were dreams from childhood. You know, I thought they were dreams from childhood. So let us, wait, wait, what this one? What is going on here? Let me see. Signs of past life connection. Okay. Immediate and intense connection. When someone has a very intimate connection with me in a past life, it's boom, right there. I set my eyes on you and like, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm over here grabbing for you. Like, hey, <laughs> you know, um, just a really immediate and intense connection. Um, people who I have a more positive past life history with. I am extremely protective of them extremely quickly. Like just right from the start, like, uh -uh, you're not going to talk to this person however way you want. Not in my presence. No, 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 no. I have lick claimed their soul. 
you know, something I would do too. I have lit claimed their soul and you're not going to be disrespectful to them in front of me. So that's the first and foremost thing that I notice. Okay. Just intense, intense connection. Like <laughs> I'm either really, really drawn to you or I'm like, uh-uh, hell no, no smoky. <laughs> uh-uh, no, don't talk to me. Okay. <laughs> As that brings us to number two, immediate dislike. Immediate dislike. There was a person who I immediately was like, mm-mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, no. You know, that was like the internal conversation I was having whenever I would see their comment. Uh-uh, no, I don't want you here. And I didn't know why. I didn't know why. And then, like, you know, whenever I feel that, I try and talk myself out of it because I don't want to be mean. We really need to stop that conversation, okay, empaths? Like, it's not mean to follow your intuition. And this individual kept insisting that they are part of the circle of trust. I'm part of the trusted or whatever they said. I was like, mm -hmm. I trust you as far as I like you. And it's not very much, not very much. And I didn't have any reason to not like them. So I had to quiet myself down. Well, fast forward some time. And during a public live stream, is the reason why I can share this. It was during a public live stream. I was doing expedites. And a past life came up. a very distinct past life. It was a life where I lived as an empress. I was always in these like scantily clad outfits, gossamer type fabrics, silks, chiffon, you know, <laughs> just sitting in my pond, allowing the water to bathe my flesh. You know what I mean? Just that's, that's so her vibe, empress vibe, right? Well, here's the thing, part of what came up in that reading public reading is that suddenly the emperor and I, we were in battle regalia. <laughs> we were in like ninja type outfits with ninja type. Y'all, I had ninja shoes on. I had ninja shoes on. You know, I was always barefoot walking like I thought I was Mariah Carey, walking on my tippy toes, sauntering through the palace <laughs> as an empress. Oh no, no, in this memory, I had ninja shoes on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ninja shoes. The emperor had ninja shoes on. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this something bad's going to happen. <laughs> and next thing you know, we're running through a forest after somebody. They didn't get very far. As he, it was like a scene out of Twilight. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He went to tackle her while I jumped onto her shoulders and decapitated her. And before her body fell to the floor, he caught our newborn, which she stole. She stole our newborn child. You not part of the circle of trust, mofo. You are not part of the circle of trust, mofo. <laughs> and yeah, 
they didn't take that as a sign to just leave me be. <laughs> leave me be. We're not going to be homies. I have not forgotten. Leave me be. And, you know, they're still convinced that we are twin flames. <laughs> this person is still convinced that we are twin flames and I'm just trying to play hard to get. I'm not. I promise you. I'm not. I have a genuine disdain. Um, probably not rooted in enough in this life, but I have enough disdain to know I, I don't want to be around you. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Okay. So that immediate dislike, it was proven to be something that is from a past life. It's from a past life, past life interaction. And that brings us to flashbacks. Flashbacks. <clears throat> it is scary. Lisa Love says, ooh, that's scary. It is scary because it's very recently that this person under um, dishonest pretense, um, they went ahead and entered my family home. Knowing that I feel this way. Knowing that they are forever excommunicated from me. They went and did that. So it is scary. It's something that, mm-mm. Like, I'm not talking about energetic. I'm not talking about astral. Uh-huh. I'm talking about... <laughs> waited inside the home until 2 or 3 in the morning, hoping to catch me coming home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all. People be taking past lives too far. <laughs> So flashbacks, that was definitely a flashback, um, recalling that memory. You know, flashbacks are when snippets of memories from previous lives come rolling in. And these are things that you might think it's a dream. You might think it's a visual. You might think that you're just daydreaming. Um, all these different things that you might assume is happening. And it's really a returning of your memories back to you. Excuse me. With that, I've, I've had so many of my memories come back to me. Um, for some of you, you have joined me. <clears throat> At one point, you joined me during a retreat, right? At one point, you joined me in, in a specific area. <clears throat> the retreat was for Yellowstone. And, you know, I, <clears throat> with this group of souls, we were in a home that was kind of set, you know, out in, in the boonies. <laughs> <clears throat> out in the boonies and I was talking with with all the participants who came it was like almost like a week-long retreat or something like that it's quite a few days that we were there and it was very intense it felt so emotionally raw like just so raw so painful 
And everyone kind of felt the intensity of it. And then flashbacks continued to show themselves to me. And I got a very distinct storyline that I had been a chief of a tribe. I did not know what tribe. And that someone from a related tribe that was at the retreat <laughs> um, went and did something that caused my people to be slaughtered. Pretty much everyone that was at the retreat with me was part of my tribe. And it was this story that played out in front of me. It was cold. I was willing to sacrifice myself in order to maintain the peace and allow my people to have time to get away from the cavalry. And then the other day, I don't know what happened. Michael had me look up a specific word on my phone right before I went to sleep. He had me look up a very, very specific word, which then began an entire, like, what in the world in that life? <sighs> it's, it's hard. My name was Chief Heavy Runner. I was a chief of the Blackfoot. We were massacred in the Maria's River in Montana. The cavalry came and massacred my people. I found the story. I found the story. And I think this is the very reason why I have such a deep, intense love for the land of Montana, but it also breaks my heart all at the same time, all at the same time. If you allow yourself to really just keep track of what these flashbacks are, I would not be surprised if at some point, when you are ready, you'll be given your name. I have quite a few names that are in history books. I also have quite a few names that will never, ever, ever be mentioned. I have quite a few lives that have been off planet. So many different flashbacks flashing in and out. Um, when you allow yourself to cleanse your, your physical body, when you allow a detox, uh, sometimes some of the things that are released are not just the toxins from, you know, your cells, from your body tissue. Sometimes what's released are memories. They're memories. And it becomes this thing of, am I imagining it? Am I making this up? How do I know that life and that story? But I didn't remember my name. And a couple years later, I come across it. It's not coincidence. The level of cognitive dissonance I have when it comes to remembering my previous lives, <clears throat> it'll be introduced slowly. And then I'll be allowed to disconnect from it. 
to disavow that for a period, maybe months, maybe years. It just depends. <clears throat> How intense is that life? You know, it just depends. Um, there's quite a few other lives that I remember. And it's funny because, you know, I was talking to someone, I, I forget who now, but I was talking to someone, and I was like, you know, I've written down a list of the names that I remember uh, from my previous human lives. Because, um, you know, like, I, I look it up, and it lines up with the flashbacks that I have of that lifetime. And so I've started a list, and, and the person was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I created the list uh, to try and disprove it, <laughs> to convince myself, to prove to myself that I'm, like, literally full of caca, that I'm full of it. I'm full of caca. I'm just making this up right? <clears throat> because I mean, if the two lifetimes, if two lifetimes overlap, clearly, I couldn't have been those people. Clearly. So I did this in order to disprove the lives. <clears throat> all I did was further solidify. Because they literally all line up. I typically take between 20 to 40 years to process the life that I lived. Yeah, it's, it's average of 30 years before I'm born again. Um, one of the lifetimes I thought like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. This is the proof that I was looking for. I'm full of caca. I made this all up. I am full of caca. Because the previous life died in 1431. And then the next life that I, you know, uh, was born in 1431. And I was like, this is it. That's it. I'm full of it. And then I look it up because these two people are fairly well documented. And I was like, oh. I waited about six months. <laughs> <laughs> it's a six month. Yeah. And I came right back with a vengeance. I was not done with Europe. <laughs> Hi, my rage was not done with Europe. And boy, oh boy, I left my mark on Europe. I was mad. I was big mad. And, and then I was like, whoa. Why is it so hard for me to believe? I have the flashbacks. Why is it damn near impossible for me to just accept I remember these things? My memories were left intact. Why is it so impossible? And I think that's what we have to kind of begin exploring for ourselves, you know, after this live stream, I want you to have conversation with yourself and ask yourself this question, like, why is it so impossible for me to believe that I've lived these lives, that these have been my identity, you know? Well, I mean, why am I so vexed with Europe, C. John asks. 
Why are you so vexed with Europe so much? I'd be vexed with Europe because they murdered me several times. <laughs> Europa murdered me several times. So I was kind of mad. I was a little bit, just a little bit angry, you know? Like, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I was mad. And I had to process that. I had to process that, and I did. Now I love Europe. I love all the peoples of Europe. All of my primary twins are European. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know? So I love Europe. I've never been to Europe. I don't think I'm ever going to go to Europe. My feelings are still hurt from Europe, but it's okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. All right. So let's go to the next one. Past life connection, right? So much in common. Your interests are the same. Like I, I recently made the acquaintance of an individual and I had spoken to them privately after making that acquaintance. And it was just like, oh my God, we're the same person. <laughs> we have the same mindset. We have the same thirst for knowledge, like the same type of interest. It's amazing. I loved it. I loved it. It was such a lovely conversation. Intense, but lovely. Very, very lovely. Um, the next one, another sign of past life connection, a strong connection, even when you are apart. Now that I'm aware this person exists, I'm very cognitive, very aware of some of the sensations, some of the potential um, considerations and thoughts and things like that. When I have a very intense past life connection with a person, whether it's a positive or a negative one, um, it's intense. I can feel them like intensely, intensely. So myself and my, um, twin Ray, we, we like incarnate together every lifetime. If I incarnate, he incarnates too. We're not always buddies. <laughs> In fact, much of our incarnations we're like mad at each other. We have issues <laughs> with each other. Okay. It's not just me being mad. Like we're, we're, we both have issues with each other and that's okay. They're still, they're, the, they're still like so love there. Right. And here's the thing though, that creates such an amplified connectivity that we would be capable of telepathic communication. When we were still in touch, we were capable of telepathic communication. Like that's already proven we were capable of that. Yeah. So when you have multiple lifetimes with a person, the type of connection intensifies, it amplifies, intensifies all of that, all of that. Okay. So that's definitely something that's very, very interesting. This is why people mistake others for their twins. Uh, I'm not so big on the twin topic. Y'all already know this, um, but this is the very reason why so many people mistake individuals as like, this is my twin. This is my twin. No, you just probably have past life history together. The likelihood of it being your twin is, is very slim. Very, very slim. Um, Ooh, I love this. Lisa says, I feel like that with my husband. 
the first time I heard my husband's name, my ears perked up like who? <laughs> I know it's obsessive, right? <laughs> I promise you I didn't stalk him. I wasn't inappropriate with him. <laughs> Just hearing his name, I was like, who? Who is that? Where's this person at? <laughs> and then when I met him in person and we were not being set up on a date, um, it was like some car club stuff with my ex who wanted to get into his car club. And uh, right when I saw him, I was like, I want to marry someone like that. I, I didn't know why he said that. Yeah. And we did, all we did was say hi to each other. But it turns out that I have been massively obsessed with this man for quite a few lifetimes, quite a few lifetimes. And we never actually get the opportunity to live our life together and have children. Like one of the most intense lifetimes that I've had, um, I was the wife of some type of dignitary. I found my name after all. Uh, this is what I remember. Um, I was the wife of some type of dignitary and it was like a, you know, open relationship, debauchery period of humanity. I mean, it was just normal to have orgies and whatnot. Right. So, um, yeah, that was fine. And then I happened to come across my husband in that life. He wasn't my husband in that life, but I fell massively in love with him in that life. And I got pregnant by him in that life. My husband in that life was my twin. <laughs> and what happened was, uh, I was going to run away with Frey in that old life. I was going to run away with him because I was pregnant. And he told me he would fetch me at a specific hour. It was old, old times. He would come fetch me at a specific hour. And, um, and I waited. I waited. He never came. And I was devastated, like, my beloved has left without me. And I went looking for him, and I was just so distraught and totally emotional. And my chambermaid was like, you know, I have something to tell you. You're going you're gonna to be upset. And I was like, tell me, tell me now, where is he? Is he waiting for me? Where is he? I was looking for him. I was so obsessed with him. It was ridiculous. And, and then she told me where he was. And I, I went and I had these memories before I had the session. I'll tell you how it ties in. I went to where she said he was and he was there, except he was unalive. He was unalive. So my dignitary husband had him murdered. And when I found him, I saw all of my, you know, spiritual team, my guides, my guardians, all of that. They were all standing around his lifeless body like, she gonna be mad. And because I saw them there and I was like, how could you let them do this? How could you? And I was so upset. And I was like, I never want to see or hear any of you again. And since then, I'll tell you the year. Um, I live for a few more months after this happened. But since 69 BC, 
69 BC, before Christ, before the start of time, since 69 BC, I have not heard or seen my guardians or guides outside of Mikaela. I'm still mad. I'm still mad. And so what happened was I was pregnant and, um, you know, I, I spoke with my husband in that life and I was like, how could you? And he was like, well, you left me no choice. You're being stupid. You can't run off. You're being stupid. And so I had no choice. He had to go. And I was so upset. And um, he basically had me like on a 5150 hold <laughs> in BC terms. He kept me hostage in my chambers. And when I had the opportunity, because he said, you know, um, I don't have that type of power that I can choose to unalive myself, that he is basically like an emissary of God, the appointed one, <laughs> and that he decides when my life ends. So he waited until I was full term. And then he allowed me to unalive myself. And then he went off and did his conquest stuff. And he just let people know she died in childbirth. Yeah. And so a couple of years back, this lifetime, a really, really good friend of mine, Charmaine Illenberger, y'all need to check her out, Charmaine Illenberger. She does QHHT, which is the system created by Dolores Cannon. It's like a hypnosis system. Uh, it's a modality that was created by Dolores Cannon, and my friend happened to be certified in it. And she's amazing on top of that. So she offered to do this session with me. I didn't ask her because I don't want to be hypnotized. <laughs> and she did it with me, and this was the lifetime that came forward. I, I think I traumatized her with the information that came forward. Um, but that solidified everything. That solidified everything for me. That it was a real memory. It was a real memory. It was not an imagined thing. It was a real memory. And so it's just one of those things. That's why this lifetime, I really don't care what my husband does. I don't care. I'm going to love him regardless. I mean, he doesn't do bad things anyways, but I'm going to love him regardless. We can talk through anything, work through anything. This is the lifetime where I got you, boo. I got you in the bag. I'm not letting you out. <laughs> I'm joking. He can leave if he wants. <laughs> but that's the thing. That, that's why this is such a satisfying, such a healing type of connectivity that we have. Because this is something that we have both wanted for so many lifetimes but we just never actually was able to have it. Yeah, because he kept getting murdered. I'm like, fool, you cannot let yourself be unalived in this life. I'm going to be really upset. I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> I mean, but we've had like 20-something years together already. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking, honey. I'm joking. <laughs> but we've had 20-something years together already. And um, it's it's been something that's very much increase that connectivity that we already had to begin with. You know what I mean? See, John, there are Bungholios even before BC. Before humanity was created, there were already Bungholios in existence. So 
Number six, you can't hide your emotions from each other. You can't. He knows when I'm in a tiz. He knows. I don't have to say anything. He just knows. He knows. He knows how I feel. Uh, oftentimes, he has an idea of why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, regardless of whether I say something or not. Uh, you know their quirks. Okay, you guys know each other's little triggers, big triggers, all sorts of different things. There's ease in your relationship if it's a healthy, positive past life history that you have. There's this ease there, an ease of connectivity, an ease of, of just an easing of all of your insecurities, right? All of these fears that you've had about this and about that. I mean, it's a really, really beautiful, beautiful thing when you come across someone that is healthy, that is healthy for you. So, I mean, we've talked about the healthy types of connections primarily. What happens if you have a past life trauma with someone? Like, what do you do? Let's quickly go over seven things that you can begin considering. Seven ways to heal your past life trauma. One, acknowledge and recognize the trauma for what it is. Something that occurred in a lifetime before this one. Allow yourself to process it. Just allow, allow, allow. Right? Allow, allow, allow. Acknowledge, process. Um, part of the thing that helps me, um, some of the ways that my soul encourages me to begin the process of processing, um, because again, a lot of my lifetimes involve lives that are part of history books. Um, show me movies and I'd be like, I'll really be into the movie. Like, oh or it's a series and I'm so invested in it it's like from that time period and and yada 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 and then next thing you know the memories will come flooding back and it's like oh darnia I have to process another life yeah I have to process uh so she asks are we all meant to remember our past lives only if it will help you in this life only if it will help you in this life. Yeah. Okay. Because if it's not going to help you in this life, then you, you don't need to remember it. You're just going to be overloaded. You're going to be um, overwhelmed. And, you know, I, I don't see what is healthy about that. I don't think anything is healthy about being unnecessarily overwhelmed. Okay. Ocean lover. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but bungholios in high places. Love it. <laughs> you have to reclaim control. Once you begin having um, all of these like triggered moments, triggered experiences, heightened um, sense of depression, heightened sense of aggression, all of these like more negative type emotions, sensations, thoughts, you have to reclaim control. One of the most powerful ways you can do that is through CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay. Um, part of what initiated my, um, 
the development of PTSD, like official clinical PTSD last summer, was I was dealing with someone who I later realized we have a past life history. This person, like, you know, SA'd me. I don't know if y'all know what SA stands for. And then they unalived me and dumped me in a river in Louisiana. You're not doing that again in this life. That's what, and I could feel their fixation building and building. And I could feel um, a lot of like the, their private thoughts, like fantasies of harming me in this life. <laughs> and that like sent me into overdrive, like, no, 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 no. You are not going to SA me. You are not going to unalive me. You are not going to be disposing of my remains. Like, no, you know, and that freaked me out. It freaked me out. Um, and, and, and then I came to the realization, like, this is past life bleed over. That's the term that I use, past life bleed over. When components of past lives bleed over into this one, the memories, emotions, sensations, all of that, all of that. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, mother effer. <laughs> like, no, I don't think so. But CBT helped me to come to terms with the emotions and begin the process of processing. Like, is this something that's going to happen in this life? No, everything's already documented. Police reports have been filed. Um, yes, this person is a locksmith. So if they ever were to get my address, they could easily enter any dwelling because they can pick any lock, right? They have that knowledge. And then came this realization, and, and I, I have a very talented um psychiatrist who also was certified in all sorts of different therapy modalities and um with her support with my auto psychotherapy uh efforts cbt um the edmr i think it's called the the rapid eye movement one um with that type of therapy, like I was able to begin processing and realizing I'm empowered in this life. Nothing will happen to me in this life. So just a really quick recap. Most of my previous lives, I was either executed or murdered. <laughs> okay. It was rare to have this natural death. <laughs> death from old age, just in, go in my sleep surrounded by flowers. No, many of my old lives were very, very violent, uh, very, very just brutal. Uh, human history is extremely brutal. A lot of galactic celestial history also is. Um, so, you know, reclaiming your power by recognizing the awareness of previous patterns because you're aware you can disrupt that. It doesn't have to repeat. It does not have to repeat. So number three, seek support and don't isolate yourself. This need to find a safe space where you can communicate with people, share some of the things that you've been remembering. That's so important. 
is so, so, so important. Okay. So important. Um, thank you, Kim. She said, made you a powerhouse this time. I mean, I was pretty belligerent in previous lives too. <laughs> a lot of my characteristic I've had in previous lives, like the, the you know, the willfulness, rebelliousness, uh, confrontational behaviors. I've had that in many lifetimes. Um, and you know, just because I was executed or murdered in previous lives doesn't mean I was a bad person. It doesn't mean I was a good person. It's just a component of that lifetime. Okay. Um, so seek support. Don't isolate. Take care of your health, mental and emotion, emotional and physical health. A lot of times when people start to retrieve more of their memories, especially if they're galactic, there's so many galactic wars that have taken place. A lot of times when we retrieve that and we see the brutality, the graphic nature of those skirmishes, whoo, gosh, processing that. I mean, not even in involving lifetimes that were galactic, just strictly lifetimes where I was a human being in a human body. I was involved in conquests. I was involved in the expansion of empires, the subjugation of peoples. Like, yo, why do you think I don't want to be violent in this life? But I say, like, I'm capable of violence. I know what I'm capable of. I'm capable of atrocities from previous lives. That means I'm capable in this life too. But I don't want that. I don't want to be that anymore. And it's not that I've had nothing but evil lives. No. It's that the evil lives. I almost took out my electric. It still hurts. It still hurts me. Knowing the things that I've done to other people. I don't care how many thousands of years ago it was, it still hurts my heart so deeply. This is a life where I get to experience the opposing polarity, where I can fully enter into a space of softness, peace, empowerment. And I find that that's what lifetimes do. You'll experience one polarity only to be born into the opposing polarity. Not always right after, it's not always right after. Just back and forth, back and forth, you know? Um, car not card number five. Number five, learn acceptance and letting go. You have to learn to accept. These are just details of a life you've already lived. A lifetime that you're no longer in. You're in this life now. And you have to just accept and let it go. And being patient with yourself is the most important. Being very, very patient with the process to retrieve memories and very, very patient with the processing of those memories once you retrieve them, okay? So guys, I would love to take questions. Let's take Sherry first and foremost. Can the memories of past lives, galactic, etc., encourage emotional shutdown in this life? 
excuse me. Yes. Yes. Um, it, it can even go beyond just encouraging and be the causation, the full on causation of you shutting down in this life. So yes, it's, it's difficult, but you know, you'll get through it. I believe in your abilities. Uh, let's see. Where are we here? You still carry the warrior energy through and through. Also the polar opposite as a loving soul as well. You don't have to let go of the warrior energy. Um, you don't have to let any of those things go. No. But they also don't need to be at the forefront of your awareness. They don't have to be how you live. <laughs> Lisa goes, are you drinking a Bloody Mary? No, I'm drinking a guava. Synergy raw kombucha with guava. Oh, I just smacked myself. That's what this is. It's a guava. <laughs> I don't drink. I don't drink alcohol. Uh, ooh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Lisa Love says, I remember you retrieving a memory. We fought side by side in battle. Intense. Another planet, I believe. Totally warrior energy. Yeah. Um, the type of warrior that I've existed as in the past several lives, not human. Um, have you guys ever seen that animation that used to be on MTV called Aeon Flux? Like that. Like that. <laughs> like that. Um, let's see. Tanya, does soul connection in this life have age differences? So what I've noticed... Soul connections that are like twin based, um, they have a tendency to be about seven to 11 years age gap. That's the average. That's the most commonly seen age gap. They, they have a tendency to have an age gap. Yes. Um, my husband and I, we have an age gap. <laughs> Old man fetish. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I just sometimes I'll tell my husband that because he has um, a lot of white hairs now and I love it. And I'm like, old man fetish. <laughs> he says it's weird that I should stop. <laughs> I can't fit. It's funny to me is why. <laughs> Catherine Mary says, I'm discovering why I have such a difficult time trusting others is from literally being betrayed and stabbed or shot in my back. Uh, in the back of my heart in many previous lives. Okay, so this, this is like, sometimes the way you die in a previous life will show up as a birthmark in this life. <laughs> no joke. So I know someone who is like a bruja. Um, and they say things like they totally have this bruja energy, like witchy vibe. And they're into like witchy things, you know, gothic type aesthetics a little bit. And they have birthmarks all over their legs that looks like fire crawled up their legs. That's crazy. I'm like, were you burned? That's crazy. You know, and then there's... um. 
there's like, you know, entry points where you've been stabbed, you've been shot, things like that. Sometimes, sometimes you'll have a birthmark there. So I don't know if y'all can see it. Is it this side? You see those dots? There's four dots. Four dots on my eye, on my eyeball. I'll show you. Hold on. No, I can't because my my mic. Um, if you look, there's like four dots. In one of my lifetimes, someone took a fork and took my eye out. <laughs> it's gross. I know. It's gross. Uh, you know, so... I have quite a few of those dots on my eyes, different areas of my eyes. Uh, so it's been a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of stuff, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff. Uh, let's see. Um, sometimes, so Sochi says, I don't remember past lives, but I have a feeling they were intense. Sometimes when your past lives are too intense, they will not be allowed to come forward. Your higher self will protect you from remembering until you're ready, until you have enough of a foundation to remain stable in, in that, okay? Queen of Hearts says, my youngest son resonates deeply with the last airbender. Um, I don't know that it's fictional. I don't know that The Last Airbender is fictional. Let's just say that. Let's just say that, okay? Uh, let's see. Universal D, on average, how many lives have we lived and how could we retrieve more of our past life information? So on average... Um, I would say people, the average person will have lived between 30 to 50 lifetimes. That's that's the sense that I get. Um, hold on, guys. Let me get you a link. Uh, oh, no, no. Holding-space.com. Is that what it is? No. <laughs> Let me go back. Okay, this is my really good girlfriend. Uh, where did it go? Here, she's a coach. Love it. Love, love, love it. I'm going to give you guys her link, okay? Uh, well, wait, let me make sure. Oh, yeah, this is her. <laughs> her name is Charmaine Ellenberger. And this is her Facebook account, her Facebook business page. For some reason, I can't find. Okay, let me just Charmaine Ellenberger. Berger. Uh, here we go. Dot M-E. This is her website. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Whew. She's amazing. I want to share this with you guys. She's amazing. I freaking love this girl. Let me. Oh, I can't share the screen. <laughs> Here. 
This is her website, holdingspace.me. Let me go back. Uh, here, where is it? Here. Here. This is her website, holding-space.me. That's her website. And then um, her Facebook is holding space as well. Naturally holding space, facebook.com backslash naturally holding space. This is in the comments. You guys will be able to see it in the comments and write it down. I just want to put it on the screen really quick. So um, you can go to someone who is trained to help with past life retrieval. Part of the reason that I love her, she really, like, she reminds me of me in a more gentle, more sensual way. <laughs> her and I are very similar. And I love, 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 love her level of integrity. Okay, if you don't need a session, she will legit tell you. Not as harsh as I would tell you, but she would tell you. I love that. I love that. Um, and I just, I don't, I don't know why. I, I feel like for this particular subject matter, she is a person that probably is, is the best for me to recommend. Um, I don't know who's watching that needs to hear that. Because I do have another friend, Ali Abdelaziz. Um, he also has helped me quite a bit with hypnotherapy. Um, he's he's Ali has been the one to help me stop hating my twin. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't have to be so hateful. <laughs> I, I don't hate my twin, but I don't have to be so like irritated and upset about it all the time. So that was that was very very helpful for from Ali Abdelaziz. But I don't know who needs Charmaine's information, so I'm just going to give her information right there. Uh, and that's that's she could help you retrieve quite a bit of your past life information and help you work through it. I also do past life um, past life readings and stuff. It would be um, past life retrieval and soul convergence, you know, um, and those tend to be very, very intense. I do past life retrieval type sessions and I let your higher self like really share what it is that we need to know or that you need to know, you know? Um, let me see. Um, KDN, no, not like vitiligo. Vitiligo is more of a ever developing type situation. I'm talking actual birthmarks, like actual birthmarks. Let's see. What if a child and a parent have the same birthmark in the same place? So it might be that, you know, genetically speaking, you just pass it down. It also might be that maybe that's a mark of um, a tribe or a group of peoples that you belong to. Maybe you guys died in the same way. I, you know, it could, it could be so many different things. So many different things. Um, Yes. Ben says, hi, Ben. It also shows up in scars we acquire in life. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, 
Oh, ocean lover. When I birthed my youngest son, he had birthmarks all up and down his little body. It felt like he had just been in an intense battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Lisa. <laughs> she says, so that's true about the birthmark. Oh, my God. I have to get personal. I know someone who has a birthmark on his man parts. <laughs> we can have birthmarks anywhere i can't tell you guys where some of my birthmarks are <laughs> I, I i can't get that personal with y'all you know what i'm saying we got questionable people that are already obsessed with me so <laughs> i was just gonna leave that alone um let's see let's look for Yes, yes, Moonrock, absolutely. She says, I have this belief that whatever is created in movies, TV shows, and anime has existed somewhere. Because if you can imagine it, then it has already existed. Like The Matrix, the movie The Matrix. I was super drawn to that when it first came out because I was like, oh my God, these people see things that like how I see it. Also, the people who made Constantine. Oh my gosh. They're like very accurately depicting some of the things that I see when I do my work. Oh my gosh. So let's see. Um, Kim, I'm not sure if you're talking about Charmaine. She did it with me via Zoom. Um, I don't want to speak for her because I, I, I'm not sure if she just made like an exception for me. I know she prefers people in person. But it's definitely worth reaching out to her and seeing if, if she's willing to do it via Zoom. You know, it, it's definitely worth it. Uh, I know Ali Abdelaziz, he does it via Zoom. Um, that's how he's, he's done quite a few different sessions with me before. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's like, it's nice. It's nice. Um, let's see. Leanne says, if we remember a traumatic lifetime, is it enough to learn more about that lifetime in history books to be able to clear the past trauma? Or is it deeper than that? So for me, one of the first lifetimes that came back to me had to do with my life as a Japanese fighter pilot. Why did it have to come back as that? Why was that the first life that came to me? Well, because... I needed to be exposed to the knowing of why I had such a disdain for my own Filipino people. It stems from that previous life, okay? During wartime, they did not have a very good um, good stance, uh, compassionate stance when it came to Filipino people. They were very brutal from what I understand. And so I needed much of my life to work through that. I used to be like, as a child, very upset or very ashamed. If anyone would identify me as Filipino, I'd be like, I'm Japanese. And it's like, boo, you're not Japanese. <laughs> I might have little tidbits of it, but I'm not like full on Japanese. And I needed that much time to work through it. Oftentimes, uh, the lifetimes that our past lifetimes that we're remembering in this life, it's so that we can work through some of the things that this life will afford us to experience, that this life gives us the experience of, 
Okay. Like I've had many lifetimes as um, someone from Africa, right? And then I've, I've and, and with that, I, I have been in lifetimes where I, I lived on plantations. I worked in the fields. I was a servant in the house, the brutality of that. Um, I distinctly remember that. And then there were also lifetimes where I was Caucasian, where um, like one time I remember, um, I'm not proud of this. It, it hurts my heart. I distinctly remember getting a large vat big container almost like a swimming pool like a kiddie pool and it was on a fire and it was full of sugar it was in the Caribbean islands And we were throwing people into the hot sugar. Like the, the slaves that we couldn't sell. I'm sorry, I have to move on. I can't, I can't talk about that. Serenity Vocalized says, I've been wondering as the Archangels did fall, any chance you or Michael can expand upon your bond with each other and his shared goals for true awakening? My understanding is evolving, happening. My understanding is evolving, happens with every being, and I know you have great discernment. So there was a fall. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question? Can you expand upon your bond with each other and his shared goals for true awakening? So the Michael that's spoken about in Kathara is actually not Michael, that is Azaziel. He is a master manipulator, um, a master mimic. And because Michael is a commander of all of the underbelly of that beast, they all must bow to his command. He is the right hand. And so they all must bow. And, you know, this other being, this other fallen, um, went ahead and masqueraded as him. Some of what's taught in Cathara are also distortions. So that's just definitely something you have to be aware of. Michael has an obedience to the will of divinity that's that's just unmatched. He does not do anything that is not first sanctioned, asked of him, beyond being sanctioned by creation. It must be asked of him before he will do. And so part of our bond... I'm not ready to talk about it. It's just too much and leaves me feeling 
beyond vulnerable. So I hope that's enough information to answer your question. I'm sorry, Serenity vocalized. Can she do remote past life regression for Charmaine? I, I think she can. Let me see if maybe she will answer. <laughs> Hold on. I believe I have her. Um, hold on. I'm in the wrong app altogether. Let me see. Holding space. She's also on, um, she's also on, on Instagram. I'm live and people want to know if you do, uh, remote sessions via Zoom. I just messaged her. I don't know if she's working right now. She's also a nurse. She's just so skilled. It's ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> I love her. We can talk perverted with each other all day. <laughs> I love it. And neither of us feel uncomfortable. Okay, let's see. Um, ah, yay. Justine says, I love my session with Ali. He's good, right? He helps to really, um, oh, I didn't even put up, I thought I put up his, his website. Hold on. Um, oops, Ali Abdel Aziz. Uh, I think it's hypno method. Hypno method. Um, let's see. Here we go. Hypnomethod.com. Derp. Derp, derp. Here is Ali. Let me put this in the comments. I'm so caught up in my own thoughts. I didn't think about it. Um, let's see. Let's see. So with a lack of efficient usage of the left side of my body would be of past life reasons. I told you what the reason was. Your ass got crunched by a fallen Andarin. You got crunched. You got crunched. Um, the pathways are still not regenerated. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to find where the comment is. What if you have memories, past, present, and future of real-time battles fighting alongside of the angels? Well, see, life is time, not life. Time is not linear. And so things that have happened in the past and that are going to happen in the future, they're all happening side by side. It's like this, uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. We can talk much more in depth on that. And uh, I'll answer the members. I'll answer the question about my relationship with Michael um, in the private member chat. If you want to be part of that, is that's going to be a wild convo we're going to have in about 15 minutes. If you look at the ticker on the bottom, it tells you how you can sign up for my membership on the soulsanctuary.love. Um, that I, I, I don't want to talk about that publicly. I just don't. It's not a bad thing. I just, I just don't. Um, let's see. Here. 
hypnomethod.com. You don't have to put the about, but that, that tells you about Ali. Um, yeah, he's a good hypnotherapist as well. He's a good one. Uh, let's see. Um, right? Ocean lover, how do you forget something like that, D? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh here's the website thank you moon rock so you guys we we're needing to wrap this up we're needing to wrap this up because i need to get ready for my exclusive chat with my inner people <laughs> y'all are my people but people in the membership are my inner sanctum people they be getting a lot, a lot of information from me in that private space. <laughs> so um, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely something past lives. I mean, is definitely something that is intriguing. And when you allow yourself to like really deep dive even more into those memories Oh my gosh, a lot of things will begin to make sense. Like a lot of things will begin to make sense. And it will be something that could potentially change your entire life, the trajectory of your life. Ooh, gosh, gosh. So um, I just love you guys. I love you guys. There, There's already some stuff that I shared with you guys that I... I I didn't think I would ever share it. Like the whole thing about Dolores. Um, you know, uh, that woman was so dear to me. So dear to me. It was like this thing of for the first time in my life, I felt like someone actually understood. I never met her. I, I, yeah. It's amazing when you think about all the different ways that life connects you to all these different profound people who affect your life in such a beautiful, beautiful way. Dolores was part of a crew that assisted my cloister. It was a very personal connection through quite a few different lifetimes. That's why she was hand-selected by celestials, by galactics, um, to share information. She was selected. It wasn't because of the work that she did. She went into that field not thinking that it was going to be what it became. Okay? And it was just through this body of work that she had established. Um, that, you know, she began to see, and I think she began to remember. She's a very amazing person. She's very amazing, 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 amazing. I don't think I will ever meet another person like her again. Um, I'm pretty sure of it. I'm pretty sure of it. But, you know, we don't need another Dolores. One was enough of a gift to humanity. One was definitely a massive gift 
for those of us who are seeking to remember our origins or at least parts of it. Um, so if you want to have actual, you know, um, oops, session based support to retrieve some of your history, um, I do past life retrieval and soul convergence, meaning we integrate it, energetically integrate it. Um, and then there is Charmaine Illenberger from um, Holding Space. And there is Ali Abdelaziz from hypnomethod.com. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a thing where they focus more on the knowledge I focus more on the integration. It's powerful to have both. It is. Um, but if if your budget only allows for one type, one session, um, what's your focus? To integrate or to get the information? It has to be what your focus is. I'm not interested in just trying to promote myself and get sessions. Like, no. What is your focus? Do you want the information as the primary thing with no integration? Or do you want the information, but we're not, um, we're spending part of that time integrating, integrating the energy, clearing the molecular compaction that has resulted because of miasmic distortions, all of those things. So mine is more technical based you still get information and theirs is more like, you know, um, kind of like, like a therapy. I, I, I find it beautiful. Both of them, their work is beautiful and it, it's helped me to come to terms with a lot, a lot, a lot of my quirks. Like these are not quirks. They're traumas from previous lives. They are traumas from previous lives. I have certain birthmarks in certain parts of my body where it's like, it explains why I don't like people touching me. You know, like, don't touch me. I will wild out if you touch me. Do not touch me. You can verbalize, hello, okay? Do not touch me. Don't grab me. We don't have a problem. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to get going. You guys, this was an amazing, amazing effing talk. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Please follow me on Facebook, The Soul Sanctuary. Um, the Soul Sanctuary podcast is on Facebook. I've also launched our faith-based organization, Soul Work Synergistics. You can find that on Facebook. You can find me online, websites, all of that good stuff. Also, go to my website, emmyevolving.com, if you want to book a session. That's that's where, um, oh, thank you, Maud. That's where my session is. It's the Soul Convergence Past Life Retrieval reading. Um, it's actually not a reading. I go into a deep trance, and I retrieve your information. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to talk much about it before, simply because I don't just do a reading. You know, I don't just do a reading. I actually fractionate my consciousness and I occupy the same physical vessel that you are living in during that lifetime. So whatever happened to you, it's happening to me real time. And yo, it's, whoo, but it's worth it if it's going to help you come to terms with some of the things that are standing in the way of your healing and integration.
it's worth it to me. Um, but yeah, this, this has been an amazing, amazing talk. Please give this video a thumbs up, a heart, share it out. If you're on Facebook, if you are listening to this from podcast, interact with that tract and, and really just let yourself listen to this several times so you can fully grasp the gravity of what I'm sharing with you and allow it to really, truly affect your life in the most beneficial, most empowering way possible. The most empowering way possible. I want you empowered. I want you taking many more steps down your personal journey into your personal wilderness, losing that fear and allowing yourself to explore more of who you are, your history, your current, your potentiality. Life is just beautiful that way. You can do this. You can let go of your fear. And you can join me in this sacred space of just embracing who you are at this point. You are a culmination of many, many lifetimes. Start acting like the magical mofo that you are. Start living in a very conscious and intentional way. You've learned all these lessons already in previous lives. This is simply the life where you get to integrate everything if you so choose. And then allow yourself to live in the most powerful way possible. So check me out on meevolving.com. Check me out on soulsanctuary.love. We also have, I'm setting up all sorts of different things. We have other websites coming. Y'all just got to be patient with me. I'm on website number three that I've been building since yesterday. I'll have them live very soon and I'll make an announcement. I love you guys. For all of my members, I'm going to be heading over there. We're going to meet at 8.45 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's about five, six minutes from now. I'll see you guys over in the member section. Bye, everyone.